Hello, it's me again, it's Alan Smith. We have a couple of stories with the paper today, the Press and Journal on Wednesday, June the 30th. So that's the end of June, the year's and a half fleeing by. Headline at the front page of the day is virus third wave leads to fourfold increase in cases. So this is also a coronavirus style um, rearing its ugly head. And as they say, health experts fear we are now being engulfed by a third wave of coronavirus as cases in the northeast have quadrupled in the last 12 weeks. The alarming figures which have forced the cancellation of clinics and operations are thought to be linked to larger numbers of folks socialising and, and have also seen positive tests rise ninefold up in the Helens. So the latest numbers are for Grampian, so 1112 folk had received a positive result over last week compared to 233 in the second week of June. So the NHS folk are saying it's absolutely alarming um, and Aberdeen City were back to far away in the early weeks of January. It's very significant. But uh, Nicola Sturgeon is quite uh, reasonably confident that um, restrictions will ease on July the 19th as originally discussed. So. Um, just shows you that it's, it's not going to any time soon, uh, coronavirus, and you still have to do anything we can to keep it at bay, um, including vaccinations and other the stuff they're asking us to do just now. Um, and fingers crossed by July the 19th we'll, we'll have some restrictions to kind of a and afford too long back to normal. Here's hoping. Now, here's a story about a boy from Kings Wells. If I got into the shop out there, the copy it was, and he was needing to buy some more booze, but he was uh, staggering our way, slurring his words. He dropped tins of beer on the way to the checkout. So when the staff said, no, no, I think you've had enough, he got um, uh, very abusive and he was threatening to sheet some of them. He was going to follow them home and they were in danger and all that kind of stuff. Um, he says, I've done 20 years, I'll do another 10 for you. So, uh, but it turns out he hadn't done a 20 year sentence of that. Um, so his defence agent said his client struggled with drinking was clearly under the influence of alcohol. So, well, well, well he didn't say. Um, he has got no much recollection of the incident. Um, he's very regretful for his conduct towards the staff simply doing their job. So the sheriff handed him a fine of £260, uh, but with no time to pay being sought, he was ordered to serve the alternative 14 days in prison. Now, fair enough, he's doing two weeks inside, but... This is such a common thing that I think, you know, the £260 should be paid by him to a charity of the shop's choice or something. Um, to, it may be one of the deter folk, but at least some good will come out with, um, you know, the money will go to a charity of some description that the shop can decide on. Because it's, uh, it's just like another thing that shop stuff have to put up with day in, day out. And it's, uh, people don't realise it, I think, how abusive some folk are when they don't get their own way. Now, here's a rare story about some pupils face Stromness Academy up in Orkney. So, um, Orkney Drug Dogs has benefited from a £3,000 donation from Stromness Academy after pupils won the Youth and Philanthropy Initiative. Um, despite some stiff competition, Ailey Kurstetter, Gabriel Shoesmith and Zara Johnson impressed the judges with a research and presentation on why the charity should receive the cash. So, the donation will go towards a second dog to work alongside Labrador Zoe. So, you know, another drug sniffer dog will be unleashed on dealers in Orkney, thanks to local school pupils worried about the effect the scourge is having on their islands. 
So very well done to that Quines and it'll be a pal for Zoe and other doggy to get and help her sniff out drugs in Orkney. And um, Zoe looks a very bonny black Labrador, as keen as mustard and I'm sure she'll appreciate having a pal to help her. Now here's a story about Scotland's uh, birth numbers which uh, apparently in 2020 uh, was the lowest since records began a while back in 1855. So it turns out there was only 46,809 births registered in 2020 and because of COVID I think there was 64,000 deaths in 2020 which is 10% higher than 2019. So the experts are a bit alarmed to ask, you know, wondering why it's so low but you know, probably maybe some folk being cooped up at home at the time. Um, romance might have been killed a bit, stone deed, I suppose. Um, maybe folk are just thinking the population in the world is enough as it is. But, um, you know, God, God only knows. But from a personal point of view, I probably think we need more folk to be born so that when I reach pension age, which is near that far away, there'll be plenty of folk working to pay tax so that I can get my pension on time. So... Come on, you youngins, if you're thinking about ten kids, get to Yokit. Now, here's a story about the Antiques Roadshow, um, and it's a lovely presenter, Fiona Bruce. She's gone into a bit of a row after she said that the UK's biggest national park was in the Lake District. So they were doing an, um, broadcasting for Windermere Jetty Museum, and Miss Bruce described the Lake District National Park as our largest national park. So somebody had spotted us and wrote in to complain about it and um, they said the statement was false because the Cairn, Cairn Gorms National Park is the biggest in the country. So as partly as 4,528 square mile, uh, it's twice the size of the Lake District um, and actually it's bigger than the Hale of Luxembourg. So the BBC has um, said sorry and they've updated the iPlayer and um, they've done are ah, the future episodes that newt and repeats and repeats for years to come will be corrected with them um, you know good spot by that one person and um well well fiona isn't perfect after all as it turns out now just finish up in sport as normal um just a wee bit about football last night obviously well done to um england for uh, beat germany so we have to remember they couldn't beat Scotland doing at Wembley, but um, are the same. It's the first time they've beat Germany in a knockout competition since that year, 1966. Um, so well done to them anyway, and uh, you know they're going to face Ukraine now in the next game on Saturday or in Rome, I think it is. So um, good luck to to one of them anyway. Well done. Now that's me done for the day now, just a, a wee suppy stories with the paper today on Wednesday, June the 30th, which was um, pretty nippy this morning actually, it was um, quite cool first thing in the morning, but the sun's popping out now, it's certainly warming up, and uh, fingers crossed it's here for the rest of the week. So thanks again to other folks listening, I think uh, fairly soon, um, at this rate, within a, a few months we'll have enough for a five-a-side football team, so... You know, mind tell all your pals if you like it now and uh, send it abroad to anybody if uh, you think might like it. And, you know, as usual, if you didn't like it or it wasn't your cup of tea or you couldn't be doing whatever, then just persevere because eventually you'll come around, I'm pretty sure. Okay, cheers now. Toodle. <laughs>
Lights along the stories that you made in a hill. 